your host for Lacrosse Talk PM, Rick Solom. All right, welcome to a Wednesday mid midweek hump day. Wednesday, what do I call it? A week middle. Instead of a weekend, we need a week middle. We need to stay off. 608-785-7914. Say it faster, Rick. 608-785-7914 is the talking text line. Probably going to have a little bit of fun here in about 10 minutes and talking with Lacrosse County Sheriff's Deputy Cody Rekovich. Or Rekovic. I forgot. I don't know if it's Kovic or Kovic. And uh, he'll tell us. But he uh, he's the officer, or deputy, I should say, that chased down an emu or an ostrich. I don't know how close an emu and an ostrich are. But, you know, like a six-foot-tall, nearly 100-pound bird that was running around West Salem. And uh, I think its name was Marilyn. <laughs> so... I don't know if Cody knew that at the time. Marilyn, here, Marilyn. No, he definitely. If you see the, if you see the video, uh, he definitely wasn't uh, just calling it like a dog. But we're going to talk to him about that whole ordeal, what it was like chasing down an emu, and uh, uh, I've I've heard some zoo specialists talk about how dangerous it is to uh, to kind of go at one of these birds. So I I wonder if Cody knew that going in. Or if he discovered that later, and then after he he probably goes on YouTube watch and watches videos. I will ask him, but uh, man, if I, if that happened to me, I would I would be researching whether or not that bird would have uh, decapitated me because it's not a small bird. He just goes at it. It was crazy. The video is crazy, and it's I believe I tried to get a hold of the lady that shot the video. She hasn't gotten back to me yet. Maybe she will, and I'll just bring her on if she wants to come on because I want to hear her perspective. But uh, apparently she was just at the dentist for the first time. Not the first time ever, but at this dentist, her first time at this new dentist. And I don't know if she was sitting in the chair like with, with a, a dentist in their hands in, their, in your mouth. Probably not because she wouldn't have her phone out. But maybe she was and she saw, you know, because you're sitting at the dentist, you're either looking at the posters on the ceiling or looking out the window, right? And if you see an ostrich or an emu running around outside your window, <laughs> you, you you probably just say, hey, 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 stop, the ostrich, the ostrich, stop for a minute. And then they take your their hands out of your mouth and uh, you get your phone out and you start recording. So... Uh, I wonder if that's how that happened. So it would, it would be fun to talk to her as well and get her her perspective on on how the, her first trip to the to that dentist went. Uh, it, will she be going back? And uh, or maybe not. I guess the ostrich was like it made it eight miles from. And uh, this this could be another conversation to be had. But the it, Cody told me earlier that it, it escaped from a place called Jurassic Peck. Jurassic Peck, and I can't figure out where that is. I I googled it. I looked for a Facebook page. I I didn't, and I'm maybe I just was bad at it. But uh, and maybe I'm wrong. But that, I believe that's what Cody told me earlier. And I don't. Does anybody know what this place is? I saw one. I searched for one thing, and it looked like some graphic designer had made them a sign, and it was just mocking or mimicking Jurassic Park, but it just said Jurassic Peck. 
but I don't know if this place is in Holman, if it's in, it seems like it couldn't be in Holman, right? If the, cause that's further than eight miles from West Salem. Um, but yeah, so anyone know anything about Jurassic Peck? Let me know. 608-785-7914 is the talk and text line. Um, other things going on. I talked to Marvin Wanders. If you saw the story at wisdomnews.com, I wrote up quite a bit about our, my conversation with Marvin Wanders. I didn't have him on the air because Hayes had him on the air yesterday morning. And he's the owner of 360 Real Estate Solutions, right? And this place is working on developing the what he is sick of calling the old Kmart site. So it's kind of funny to hear him talk. Uh, just talking about, and Mitch Reynolds, the mayor, has uh, alluded to this too. The the idea that we got to stop calling it the old Kmart site, right? Just we got to call it something else. So we could talk about that. Brad Williams is down there. They're having an open house, an open store, an open Kmart. I don't know. What do you call it? An open warehouse? Uh, it's not really a warehouse either, is it? An open box, open box store. Uh, it started. Right now, it's going on right now until 6.30. So if you want to go talk to the developers that are doing the Kmart site, the old U-Haul, the the, the not U-Haul site, right? Remember U-Haul was going to go there? Uh, I like to call it the old the old Hardy's site. <laughs> Marvin wasn't cool with that either. He was like, no, we're not going to call it the old Hardy's site, Rick. That's terrible. It's a terrible idea. Uh, he didn't say it like that, but it'd be funny if he did just scold me like that. Um, but yeah, so that was the other thing I wanted to talk about uh, after we talked with Cody about wrangling an emu and uh, maybe the, the, the post-traumatic stress that that has given him. Uh, there are there are funny little nuggets of info that that Cody has, I believe, uh, just in not, just si- some sidebars that come with uh, the whole ordeal. So we'll get to that. We should do that right away. I think. Uh, That'll be that'll be more fun than listening to me blab on about it, right? Um, all right, so I'm gonna get to Brad to the new, in the news, and so we can get Cody on here faster. All right, we'll be back. All right, welcome back to Lacrosse Talk PM six zero eight seven eight five seven nine one four is the talking text line. You'll have to text me for now because Cody Rakovich is on with me. How did I do there, Cody? Did I do it all right? Did good. All right. Uh, he's a Lacrosse County Sheriff's deputy. How long have you been? Uh, I don't uh, with the the sheriff's department. Uh, just uh, about two years now. Two years. How many um, strange animals have you had to wrangle? I've <laughs> working for the county. It's uh, it's pretty normal actually to round up a lot of cows and stuff like that. I just had to do that a couple days ago, but uh, an emu is definitely that's that's new to me. Yeah. <laughs> So uh, I, I said I set it up a little earlier, but I'll set it up again. Cody's uh, obviously a, a, a deputy for the sh- sheriff's department. Um, had a there's a is that a TikTok video? I don't know where the video. You know, it's kind of all over the place now. But there's a video of a woman inside a dentist's office uh, recording you chasing an emu, essentially uh, uh, tackling it. I don't know how do you how could you just can you just how, okay? How does the call come in and you get it over dispatch? How does that work? Yeah, it must have got called in uh, West Salem Police Department originally, and they uh, they they asked uh, dispatch to start him an animal complaint, didn't say what it was, and dispatch is already aware of it, and they say, is it, is it regarding to a loose ostrich roaming <laughs> the streets? And I just happened to be in the area, and just me being me, I had to be a part of that. So 
I was I was the first one there. <laughs> um, and then, so you pull up in your in your squad car, right? Or I don't know if you're on a bicycle. You know, imagine a car. Um, it'd be funny if you're on a bicycle. Um, <laughs> but then uh, you pull up, and can you just can you just break down the the scene when you first get there, uh, and then just kind of tell us the story, I suppose. Well, you said, yeah, I was I was close to it when I came through, and I I had I had to be a part of that, but. Uh, I come around the corner, and sure enough, there's a whole bunch of people waving me down, and there it is. There's this prehistoric bird running down the street. So uh, <laughs> I started following it, and it started running toward Highway 16, which is a busy highway. So I'm, I'm like, oh, I didn't want something bad to happen there. So I tried to tried to corner it a little bit with my squad car and try to prevent it from going that way. And we ended up over by Allen Dental and started running along the fence right there. Um, and I, I got out of my car. I didn't have... I guess any intention of catching the thing at that point, we already knew we had animal control coming out, but, uh, I, uh, I seen my opportunity. I came, I ran after this thing and I guess I got lucky when, uh, the emu slipped because I don't think I would have caught him. I, I guess they run about 30 miles an hour. Yeah. I was going to say, uh, any track, any history of track in your, uh, in your past, maybe in high school or college? <laughs> I, I played baseball and soccer, but uh, no, no track, nothing like that. But uh, yeah. I, like to, I like to think myself as being fast, but uh, I'm definitely not 30 miles an hour fast. Fastest guy on the, at the sheriff's department? What do you think? <laughs> I, I, I think so, maybe. <laughs> I feel like you, y'all should have uh, maybe some competitions among, like maybe the sheriff's department, West Salem Police, Lacrosse Police. Uh, we could have like an Olympic games with you guys, but, um, yeah, I'm watching the video. You're, you, you're right. You, you say you took advantage of the opportunity. This thing isn't going to be inside, like at least half of a fence where you could get at it. Um, and then it does, it slips on the cement as it crosses the dental office driveway and, uh, you're able to catch it. Now you catch it and then it's kind of, I don't know. It, are you, are you trying to pick it up? Cause I see feathers flying and, uh, and it looks like you're, this is where your WWE, uh, experience comes in maybe. Uh, well, I, I came around that corner, and uh, like, like like you said, I, it slipped. I got lucky with that. I started running right toward my squad car, and at that point, I kind of envisioned the thing running right over the top of my car and <laughs> scratching it all up and having to explain that to my captains. But, uh, yeah, I, I, I grabbed a hold of it, and it started, I mean, they're, they're a strong bird. I think they said it's probably about 85 pounds or six feet tall or something, but I grabbed a hold of it, and it just it started jumping up and down, and I was it was Pretty well, it was almost taking me off the ground, so trying to get the legs down so that I could get it on the ground at least. But it was a it was a fight even once I got him to the ground. And luckily, I had somebody else was telling me that I needed to put something over his head to calm it down because she was beating me up pretty good. So we ended up putting my jacket over her head, and she was calm after that. The the video, and you get it, and I think you're like you're you're straddling it at the end of the video. Are you a little disappointed she stopped recording? I don't understand why the video stopped right there. <laughs> I, I don't know either. There was, a, there was a lot of people filming me. Right right after I got it down to the ground, I look over, and there's a whole bunch of people sitting at Alan Dental filming me through the window, and I'm like, oh, boy. It's right at that point, I knew that this was this was going to be a, a thing now, and I was never going to live it down. Yeah, I feel like, uh, I mean, Wisdom's the top of the you know media market, but I feel like maybe you should be, you should be on some, some maybe bigger bigger talk shows. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, I told you. I told you earlier that we all we all have our pictures up at the sheriff's office of us in uniform, obviously, and 
they uh they they stuck a picture of Ace Ventura up over my spot now, so I gotta I gotta live with that now. <laughs> yeah, do they? So every time you come into the office, they're like, "How's it going, Ace? Is that what they're doing now? Do you?" Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> it would be great if we had like a really nice picture of you sitting on this ostrich, and we could use that as like your profile pic. That's what they're talking about putting a big, blowing up a big picture up in the sheriff's office, and me sitting on them now too. Anyone who's an artist out there, if they want to get, because it's a grainy, it's a grainy video, and then you stop it, and it's going to be even more grainy. But I think we could get an artist to render, to draw this thing, draw you and the uh, the emu together. I think it'd be a great piece of art for your for the office. Yeah, there are, there are some clear videos out there. I was, I, I've seen a lot of videos, different TikToks, and people making different videos on it, and there there are some clear ones on there, but. Is there a is there a best one with some music to the background? Do you have a favorite song that we should put to the background of it? Oh, uh, I don't know. They got that one with the, the oh no oh no 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 no. <laughs> After I'm packing the thing. Oh yeah, I've, uh, that's the initial one I think I saw. Um, now that you you get this thing down, what how, how long do you have to like hold it there before somebody comes and kind of helps you out? Uh, and, and just before we get it figured, we get, get the, and then what happens? Do you do the, you, you hold its head down and push it into the back of the squad car? Like you're arresting it. <laughs> yeah. 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 That's a big question. Everybody's been asking me that because they, they obviously stopped the video, but, uh, no, I, I sat there for a while and we already, we already called animal control prior to that, to, to in hopes, I guess that they were going to be doing this job. Cause I, I've never, our department only gives us a, a dog leash to, would catch stray dogs every once in a while so i i was running around with my leash trying to catch this thing so i i hadn't like i said i had no intention of actually catching this but it's it worked out but uh um animal control was actually there fairly quick uh so i I wasn't waiting there too long and uh we ended up putting the jacket over thing's head and once animal control came out there i was surprised that uh the lady actually said that this was i think her third emu she's dealt with in her career that's funny. Like, yeah, it was just emus all over. It's not even. It's not even that abnormal. It's, eh, it's another emu, whatever. <laughs> another police officer had to had to tackle it. Um. So okay. So d- when you get when you get home, I don't know if you're telling the wife or. Well, at this point, right? Uh, well, we'll get to this, right? The, uh, when you did this, it was your fiance. But two days later, you you got married. Yeah, I was getting married, and uh, I only had about a half hour left in my shift that day, so I was kind of hoping to get out out on time because I had some wedding stuff to do and uh sure enough that came through and I I didn't know how long that was going to end up taking but I wanted to obviously keep the wife happy and get done on time so I could help her out but uh yeah so I mean she was already well well aware of everything that happened it was already going viral on my way home so (laughs) it's it would be funny if you're like well honey I know we were going to do the engagement pictures you know over the over here wherever but uh how about you come down to Allen Dental and we'll just get with the emu we'll just get a we'll get a picture together with the emu <laughs> yeah that would have been a hard one to explain a bunch of claw marks and stuff around my face with the wedding pictures but. yeah did you did you have anything any scratches anything like that from from having to wrangle this thing no i didn't luckily i just uh, i had a lot of feathers on me though <laughs> and when you get done and you get home and everything's kind of settled do you start maybe it gets to be like 10 11 o'clock at night nobody's up uh do you start going down the uh the youtube uh, rabbit hole and, and start watching videos of people getting decapitated by ostriches and emus and you go, man, I, maybe I shouldn't have did this. Oh yeah. It was, it was all day long. And that, I'm still getting videos and people sending me different things. And 
I mean, for that first two days, it's like every I mean, every couple minutes, like somebody telling me, "All right, now you're at forty thousand views on this video. Now you're at eighty thousand views." It's just nonstop, and then people pointing out different things. And so, yeah, it's it was pretty, that was that was the talk of the. It was it was a, it was a a hefty conversation at the wedding too. Everyone was asking me about that. <laughs> yeah, you're stealing your bride's thunder. I think that she's probably mad at you. <laughs> yep. Um. All right. So, did did okay? Do you get when you go back to the to work? Whatever. I don't even know. Maybe you're on your honeymoon still. That'd be a long honeymoon. But uh, when you go back to work, do you have to have you have to fill out a report? But do you have to have a conversation with leadership there in the idea that hey, maybe you should or shouldn't have tackled an emu because that was kind of dangerous or what what kind of uh t- conversation did you have that's what i was kind of worried about at first i'm like oh boy this is i'm gonna be getting some phone calls here but uh no i mean it was all in good humor i mean luck i mean uh, the emu was okay and um, i mean i was i was not injured luckily i mean i i've seen some different videos of emus being um aggressive and I've, so I, I guess i got lucky there but uh I didn't get bit or anything like that or scratched, so I like yeah. So I got lucky there, but uh, yeah, it was definitely uh, it's, it's it's still every time I go into the sheriff's office, everybody has to bring up that to me, just in joking manner. So. Now you said you had to go help get some cows somewhere. Are you just now the go-to guy anytime there's just an animal on the loose? Oh yeah, every every time that something comes through with an animal lately, it's been everybody's just asking me to come and wrangle it or tackle it and. The other day, I was out chasing. There's two. I don't know if they're two bulls or younger cows, but they're. I was running around chasing those, trying to get get them in a pen for a guy. So it's of course that didn't go unmissed. And as soon as I come back to the sheriff's office, everybody's got to bring that up. So. Um, <laughs> I think yeah. there was there's a there's a black bear. I think sighting just a couple weeks here, too, and people are commenting on that to, to send the emu wrangling off there. <laughs> yeah, send Rakovich to get the bear. <laughs> <laughs> the idea here, I, you know, like what, what, let's a little bit serious here with the bear because there's a, been a, a bear on the loose in West Salem. I don't know if you call it on the loose, it lives on the loose. Um, the, the, the post that I've seen on, I think on your Facebook page, um, not yours personally, but the, the, the sheriff's office, uh, is just to leave the bear alone, huh? Like hide all the food, bird seed, and that outside your house. And do you guys have to tell people that, or do you have a uh, pretty good knowledge of what to do with this bear? Yeah, I mean, from, from what I know, I mean, black bears aren't going to harm you unless you're, I mean, obviously if you're messing with them, I mean, you just let, just leave them be. Um, I don't know. I'm not, I'm not going to be messing with a black bear. I mean, I'll, I'll, I guess I'll, here I am wrangling an emu, but I am not going to mess with a bear. I know that. Yeah. And I guess the, the idea there, I think I was reading the idea is just to, to leave it go and it'll, it'll go wherever, wherever it lives, I guess. I don't know. Um, yeah, I don't. Yep. I don't expect uh, the the a sheriff's deputy to to have to wrangle a bear. That would be a little bit different. Anything weirder? Just anything weirder? What? What's okay? If, if tackling an emu, capturing an emu is number one on the list. What's number two on Cody Rakovich's list of weird things he's had to do as a sheriff's deputy? Uh, I mean, as far as animal calls, like I told you, that's just. I mean, working in the county, unfortunately, that's just a, a common thing where you get. Uh, cows loose or livestock in general but um i don't know i mean that's i guess that's just one of the weirder things is just dealing with animals a lot but obviously gotta we get all kinds of different calls throughout our shift and we just gotta you never know what's gonna come through the radio and we've got to handle i mean with a with a emu farm or whatever it is jurassic peck uh, do you remember where this was was it in holman and west salem it's (laughs) 
I don't know if that, I mean, that's, that's what, there's a sign out there that says that. It's uh, right in between West Salem and Bangor. Okay, so maybe that's, maybe that's where the emu came from, but uh, the, we'll have, because this seems like common, three times this has happened at least, this seems like maybe you guys need to go through some emu training. You know, you do other kinds of training to deal with things. Uh, emu training next on the list, I think. I think so. I think I need to talk to my supervisors about that. Yeah, you could you could conduct the training. I think it's, it looks like you're an expert, according to this video. But, <laughs> hey, Cody, I, I really appreciate you coming on and having some fun with us. Thanks a lot, man. All right. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Yeah, bye. That's Cody Rakovich. He's a sheriff's deputy with La, with La Crosse County. Uh, go search for that video. I'll put it up when I, uh, when I cut up this interview uh, and write it up. But uh, go search the video. It's pretty funny. All right, we're going to be back. Uh, what are we going to talk about? We can talk about Kmart and emus, I think, when we come back. <laughs> Brad's got to do the new Scott's Comet coming up next. Welcome back to Lacrosse Talk PM. This is the song Cody Rakovich was talking about. Not much of a song. Kind of kind of catchy. Kind of annoying. It's like that Baby Shark song a little bit. Not a whole lot of lyrics to it either. But it's pretty popular on TikTok to put behind, you know, a video of you wrangling an emu. So <laughs> 608-785-7914 is the talk and text line. If you missed that half of the show, uh, the first half of the show, we talked to Cody Rakovich about his chase and rundown of an emu on the loose in West Salem. And also some cows, apparently. Apparently, that's what the uh, Lacrosse County Sheriff's Department does a lot. <laughs> so that's what happens when you're a Lacrosse County Sheriff's Department deputy, uh, as opposed to you know, like a Milwaukee County Sheriff's deputy. I would assume. I guess I don't know. I, I'm I'm guessing there are farms in Milwaukee County too, where the cows get loose. Six zero eight seven eight five seven nine one four. He got married two days later, so I'm sure. <laughs> You know, I, I'm sure, like, after the fact, he's thinking, like, wow, maybe I shouldn't have tackled that six-foot-tall, nearly 100-pound bird that could decapitate me with its feet. I, I listened to a radio show a little while after that had happened. This happened at the beginning of the month. And and, and they just happened to be talking about how ostriches are pretty dangerous. You probably shouldn't be, uh, you shouldn't be hunting them down. So <laughs> you shouldn't be hunting them down. <laughs> you you got to be careful. Uh, when you're chasing ostrich- ostriches around. And this isn't an ostrich, it was an emu. But, uh, Brad, any ostriches out there at the old Kmart site? Not that I've seen. Okay. Yeah, ostriches is where we're right under the blue light special, you know. That's where <laughs> they used to have them. Yeah, they were on sale all the time, trying to get rid of them. Uh, do you know about this Next Jurassic? Do you yeah. know about this Jurassic Peck? There's some farm out there. They, they, they have emus. Do you know about this thing? I haven't uh, seen anything on it myself, so I, I, it's a new place on me. Yeah. So it would, it would be a good tourist attraction, I would suppose. Yeah, I would, I would think so, or we're exploiting animals. Uh, I don't know if you want to get into that. Uh, all right, so you're out at the, uh, what are we going to call it, the old Hardy site, the old Kmart site? Have we figured out what to well, call it yet? Well, it, it is the old Kmart. It's the first time that I think most people who are here today, and there are dozens of people uh, right now at this open house. First time many of these people have been here for years. Uh, Marvin Wanders, the developer with 360, uh, before letting people into the building, made a, a joke about, this is the most people the Kmart's had in 30 years. But uh, <laughs> make, made a joke like that. Well, this this building closed four years ago as the Kmart. It was briefly used by U-Haul a few months ago, 
and and now it is. If you spend any time in this Kmart building on Losey Boulevard and State Road, you can pick out. Okay, that's that's where the hardware was, and that's where the 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 underwear and and the uh, Christmas decorations were, and everything. So it, it, but you don't have that stuff today. You have easels and uh, maps of possibilities as to what could be used at the old Kmart site, if that's what you want to call it. I mean, the old Hardee's is now right. a different restaurant, but it's uh, Brad. it's this same location. And uh, it's it's like your uh, a, a DOT open house you would have if there was a highway project that people wanted to find out about. You look at the maps they have, you write suggestions as to what should go in this part of town, and it's all very informal. Uh, you do have Mayor Mitch Reynolds uh, stopping by here and seeing what's going on, and a couple of the state legislators, uh, Fire Chief Ken Gilliam is here because they've looked at this as a possible site for uh, for future fire department use. So uh, a lot of people have some interest in uh, what's going to happen to this old Kmart. Now, Brad, when I wrote this up last night, I was just doing this off the top of my head, but you're better at this. We have three shop codes. We have multiple stores in the mall that are empty. We have, I should say, old shop codes, right? We have the... Um, Train Plant 6, which actually the same development company is, is working on to build rental right. properties there. Uh, the old mobile oil site is now called River Point District, right? It, it's, it's River Point. They're still in the process of trying to develop things out there uh, across uh, Copeland from the festival foods. Uh, am I missing uh, the the naval site? Right, that's empty still. The, well, no, that is that's not. not actually. They they have just about uh, built as many houses as you can build now. There are there are more than a dozen new houses on the naval reserve site right now. Okay, the naval reserve site was empty for 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 how long? Oh yeah, that was empty for several years. Okay, and so they we, were, but they had plans for putting houses there, and now they've actually built them. Yeah, and do am I missing? Are there any other empty just? places in lacrosse that we just hey well, we should develop yeah. This. i mean yeah you can you, you can think of a few and yeah but uh yeah then then you think of maybe three or four more that, that you missed out on but yeah that's true that you have the empty shop codes that have not been uh been used for a couple of years anyway uh you have the interior space at valley view mall we uh we were trying to reach high V a few days ago because they were talking about uh, setting up a store inside the old Sears store at Valley View, and they're not ready to say anything yet. Then, you know, up in Alaska, you have what used to be the uh, the Fauver Hill School area. The school was taken down, and we know that Chick-fil-A wants to build there, but we don't know when they're going to build. Right. All right, so they've taken we we've always called it the old mobile oil site, but now we have started to call it River Point District or River Point, right? Right, because they want to do they want to do many things there. They want uh, park and uh, recreational, but they also want some business there. They want residential, so they've been talking about that for years and years, and. Uh, we're still waiting to see something specifically go up there. When you say years and years, how long has it been since it was an old when it was since it was a new mobile oil site or the well, mobile uh, oil the, site? They had the big the big oil tanks were there in the eighties and perhaps early nineties, and then they were taken out and and it has been basically a, a vacant area, right? For that that amount of time, about so, twenty years or so. But we finally changed the game. We're no longer calling it mobile oil site. We're calling it River Point. We need to do that with the old Kmart site. How about Viaduct Views? 
How's that? <laughs> that they could now there is a or there used to be a development right along here near the viaduct called Green Acres. Maybe we could call it Green Acres. Just go back to Green Acres because somebody texted me. Except a, somebody would think of the old TV show and they'd worry that Mr. Haney was going to turn the building <laughs> into something. Uh, Mark, I got a problem, Mr. Douglas. Mark so. texted in and said uh, the Kmart was a farm before it was commercialized, so maybe they should just grow some hemp there and be done with it. Uh, but you were telling <laughs> me earlier today it was what? It was a, a cabin court. It was uh, for cabins. Uh, that was right before it became a Kmart in the early 60s is that there there were cabins for rent on this uh, property, which is, as they tell us, maybe the busiest intersection in all of La Crosse at Losey Boulevard and State Road. All right, but you were just a little guy when it would have been cabins, or were you even a little yeah, guy? Yeah, well, I don't even remember that. Yeah. I don't, uh, because I wasn't living here. We were in Prairie du Chien, and we would come up here and shop at the Kmart, yeah. which opened in 1965, and so that's, uh, to me, this has always been a Kmart or a former Kmart. Yeah, and it's just funny because uh, do we do you anticipate just what are what are your thoughts on the idea that this is going to because we've hired or the owners of the land have uh, collaborated with 360 Real Estate Solutions that something is going to get done? How is that different than maybe uh, some of the other vacant areas? Is that do you are you are you do you feel good about something actually going to be developed there sooner than later? as opposed to, you know, the shop codes and stuff that have been also vacant for years. There, there's no telling how long any of these things is going to go. Now, you do have some, like I said, some government officials who are here and, and looking into things. And 360 is a very well-known developer in the area. They, they did turn the old courthouse and jail into uh, the, the, what is the hub apartments now, downtown on 6th Street. And so they, they have a record of, getting things done the question always is how long is it going to get things done where are you going to get the money where are you going to get everybody to commit to having something here and uh, so it's not necessarily something that's going to pop up and be open in two months right yeah he said uh marvin i talked to him yesterday said maybe a year before we really start to see uh Maybe not building and development, but uh, now, did you talk to anyone there about some ideas, or what? What, what have you been doing down there no, at the Kmart? Mainly, mainly uh, walking around and uh, you know overhearing conversations to see what uh, people wanted to see if there might be some green space and something because this is a big building and a big parking lot, and uh, besides the Kmart and the parking lot, you do have the old Hardee's, which is now a Mexican restaurant. That part of the there, there is activity in that part of the land, but elsewhere it's it's not being used for much. Okay, I guess I didn't even know that the uh, the Hardee's was being used. I just so we can't really call it the old Hardee's site then. Uh, no, you can call it, and I can't. What's what's the? Uh, I can't see. Read the name of the site. It's the Margaritas, I think, is what. what it is um, now. And now, when you say there are dozens of people out there, does that mean there's like twenty one people out there? There, there were fifty. I counted. There were fifty people waiting in line before the building opened when I got here, and more people showed up. And oh, okay. They, they came in, and they, they signed you know signed up and said, yes, I'm interested in finding out what happened. They signed, building, so. they signed non-disclosure agreements? No, I'm just kidding. No, no. <laughs> now, hey, okay, how about this? Because a lot of these things tend to be, you know, people that have been here a while, they want to they get in and check things out. 
the median age of those 50 people, 60 years old, or were there some younger, maybe like 20 years olds in there trying to give oh, their there's opinion? younger. There's kids here with their families, too. So, But uh, I'm, uh, I would say the majority of people probably head shop that this came out at one time or another. Okay, that says it all. Uh, Brad Williams, thanks a lot. Okay. All right, that's Brad Williams down at the Viaduct Views. They're on, what, Lozian State? Viaduct Views? How is that for a name? Anyone got a better name than Viaduct Views? That's the best I could come up with. Right, there's the viaduct right there over the ra- railroad tracks. I think that's how, I, it's not, I don't have it memorized. Now, honestly, I haven't been to the shop. I haven't been to the old Kmart uh, maybe once ever in my, I think I've been down here for a decade or so. Um, yeah, 608-785-7914. If anyone has like a, a good name for uh, what we call the quote-unquote old Kmart site or the new old U-Haul site. The U-Haul used, I think, the parking lot for a little while. It's good though, right? It's good that there was a little bit of controversy, I think, and we had two two people running for mayor at the time, so it was often a co- point of conversation. U-Haul was going to take over that site and build like a permanent U-Haul thing, and everyone was, you know, like good. Some people were like, "Good, it's a business; it gets on the tax rolls. The thing isn't a vacant lot anymore." And then other people were like, "It's going to be, you know, trucks and trailers for rent." And whatever else U-Haul sells in a in a permanent building, I have no idea. I haven't used a U-Haul in also probably ten years, right? Nope, I have a truck. I didn't use a U-Haul for that either. Um, but but yeah, that was the argument, right? Like, why would we want a U-Haul store there? It's just it doesn't, you know. Put a U-Haul store out of the, you know, out of the maybe not in the biggest intersection, the most the busiest intersection in La Crosse County. I don't know if that's true, but it's got to be up there, right? Uh, all right, I got to take a quick break. I get a couple of people calling in. I'll get to you in a minute. We'll be back after this. All right, welcome back to Lacrosse Talk PM. A couple of minutes left here. Number three is on the phone with me. Number three, you want to talk about the uh, viaduct views? How do you like that for a name? There you go. There you go. Uh, anyway, I think everybody should take a ride down the south end of Lacrosse. And look across uh, from Southern Bluffs towards Minnesota, and see uh, what has happened there in the last year. A lot of homes and apartments down there, uh, and it's all a good tax base. All right, so that's uh, so we are. Are you are you saying your opinion would be to put a bunch of just rental properties or homes or? A couple, yep. what, two, three houses? It's eight acres, so I guess we could get maybe seven. Oh, if you take a look at this place down here and just use your imagination a little bit, they could put a lot of stuff down there and all a good tax base. There's enough stores now on the south end of La Crosse, plus the Wally World, plus the Internet, people to buy wherever they want. They don't need any more stores to fight over competition over there. All right. When I talked to this guy yesterday, he said a brew pub would be cool to put there. What about that? I don't know if how many people are going to get there for a brew pub. There's a couple downtown. I'm not a drinking man anymore. I would go someplace closer to home than drinking there right over there. What, what about living there, though? That intersection's pretty busy. Um, I don't know. If you're living on the corner of State and Losey, that's not the greatest place to... to... I don't know. I see people living downtown. Yeah. I I mean, (laughs) I don't know if that's the greatest place to live either. 
Well, no, I, I ain't talking about the park that we remodeled for a million dollars. I'm I'm talking about there's apartments down there where people live right on the the curbs, right out the buildings built right out to the curb. There's no different than out here. Yeah, I hear you. Yeah. Um, okay. All right. Thanks for the call. Like, nobody's going to listen to me anyway. So <laughs> I think this that's phone the call won't make any difference. Oh, I I don't know about that. I think that. Thanks for the call. I think that's the whole point. Is uh, while it's open for another half hour, the Kmart. If you want to go down there and give them your opinion on what you think should be out there, um, I don't know. A brew pub, brew pub. I think would be cool. Uh, and living there seems, you know, it living downtown is different than living out at State and Losey. Uh, I th- you could make the view pretty, I guess, if you arranged it, and that's kind of the whole point. But also, uh, pretty busy intersection. Living downtown, the uh, you know anonymity is there. You know, you can walk down the steps and go to the bar, and then you can, you know, hopefully get back up the steps after you've gone to the bar. Uh, texter says, Rick, they should call the new development K Point Corner. It'd be a tribute to the old Kmart and a look to the future. K-Point Corner. I don't know. Viaduct Views, K-Point Corner. Anyone else got some? T- text me. Hayes will read these in the morning. He'll find uh, he, uh, he's stalk the He's going to stalk the uh, the text line in the morning. He'll he'll give some examples. Uh, libertarian guy is calling in. Libertarian guy, go ahead. Hey there, Rick. Hey. Um, just listening to all this talk about the Kmart site. Um, one of the things that I'm really curious about is why there are so many sites around La Crosse that not only are vacant right now, but have been vacant for years. My theory on this is that there are barriers in place um, that that is a combination of city and state kinds of issues where everybody seems to want to have a say-so over what goes into a place. And when you think of the fact that these sites have been vacant for so long and not having any tax money you know, being generated, whether it's through property taxes or corporate taxes or sales taxes, all that stuff, the city, I think, is being penny-wise and pound-foolish here for putting up barriers because it prevents businesses from coming in. I think the city is going to really regret not having U-Haul at that site if that place remains vacant for very long. And lastly, I want to point out, it's already been vacant for four years. And now when we had a company that wanted to move in one of the property, the city interfered, yep. I guess the neighborhood interfered, and now it's sitting there empty again. So they got to figure out what the barriers are and eliminate those. And I think people will develop those sites. All right. Thanks for the call. I got to go here pretty quick, but... um yeah, I, I think uh, having a U-Haul site there wouldn't. I mean, the busiest intersection. We can come. We can come up with something better than that. And this this development company looks like they're you know pushing pushing forward. All right, we got to go. I'll be back again tomorrow, talking with Ken Gilliam, fire chief.